Welcome back, dear listeners, to another thrilling episode of Legends Unmasked. I'm your host, Rob B., and today we dive deeper into the chilling world of DC Comics' Scarecrow. Last time, we explored the character's Golden Age beginnings and his descent into madness. But now, we journey into the Silver Age, a period of transformation and rebirth for many comic book characters. In the 1950s and 1960s, the world of comics was evolving. The Comics Code Authority was established to regulate content, ushering in an era of more family-friendly storytelling. Scarecrow, created by Bill Finger and Bob Kane, was no exception to this changing landscape. In this episode, we will explore how the Silver Age reimagined the character of Scarecrow modernizing him, while retaining his essence as a master of fear. Are you ready to unravel the enigma of the Scarecrow? Then let's dive right in. In the Silver Age, DC Comics underwent a significant transformation. The era was characterized by a shift towards a more optimistic and less gritty tone largely due to the implementation of the Comics Code Authority in response to concerns about the impact of comics on young readers. This new code imposed strict regulations on the content of comic books, resulting in less violence, less horror, and less crime-related themes. So how did this affect the Scarecrow, a character rooted in fear and psychological terror? Well, Scarecrow continued to appear in Batman comics during this period, but his portrayal had to adapt to the code's restrictions. The use of explicit violence and horror elements was dialed down. Instead, the comics didn't focus on gruesome stories. They leaned more towards the psychological aspects of fear. Under the CCA, comic books were required to adhere to a more family-friendly and less violent tone. This meant that explicit violence, horror elements, and crime-related themes were toned down considerably. Scarecrow, a character rooted in fear and psychological terror, had to adapt to these restrictions. His stories in the Silver Age shifted away from gruesome scares and elements of horror. Instead, they focused more on the psychological aspect of fear. The fear gas that he used in his crimes was still a central element, but it was portrayed in a less terrifying manner. The emphasis was on the emotional turmoil and psychological effects of fear rather than explicit horror. Also, Scarecrow's appearance underwent changes during this time. He traded in his tattered Scarecrow outfit for a more traditional and cleaner look. He kept his iconic mask, but the overall aesthetic was not as menacing as it had been in the past. Another notable aspect of Scarecrow's character during the Silver Age was his use of education as a means to spread fear. He often assumed the alias of Professor Jonathan Crane and worked as a college professor. This added a layer of depth to his character, 
portraying him as an educated man with a twisted obsession. Overall, while the Comics Code Authority imposed restrictions on the portrayal of Scarecrow and other comic book characters, it also led to the development of more psychological and character-driven storytelling in the Silver Age. Scarecrow's character continued to evolve within the boundaries set by the CCA, maintaining his status as a master of fear. One notable Silver Age story, The Great Scarecrow Scare, from Batman number 189 in 1967, captures this shift. In this tale, Scarecrow concocts a scheme to unleash fear gas on Gotham City creating widespread panic. While the fear gas itself wasn't as explicitly terrifying as earlier incarnations, the story emphasized the psychological effects of fear, showcasing the emotional turmoil it caused among the citizens of Gotham. Here's how the story captured the shifts in comics brought about by the CCA. In The Great Scarecrow Scare, the Scarecrow relies on psychological manipulation rather than over violence or gore. He uses his fear gas to induce phobias in his victims, exploiting their deepest fears. This approach allowed the story to explore the psychological aspect of fear, which was acceptable under the CCA guidelines. Batman's role in the story is more in line with the detective aspect of his character. Instead of engaging in physical confrontations, Batman had to use his intelligence and deductive skills to unravel the Scarecrow's plan. This shift towards detective work was a common theme in Silver Age Batman stories, aligning with the CCA's emphasis on problem-solving over violence. And while the story adheres to the CCA's restrictions, it doesn't sacrifice thematic depth. It delves into the psychological trauma experienced by characters when confronted with their fears. This exploration of emotional and mental struggles adds layers to the narrative. The Scarecrow in this story assumes the role of the college professor, using his academic knowledge to further his criminal endeavors. This educational aspect of his character was a way to work within the CCA guidelines, while still portraying him as a complex and intelligent antagonist. In summary, The Great Scarecrow Scare showcases how Silver Age comics adapted to the constraints of the Comics Code Authority by focusing on psychological elements, detective work, and thematic depth. It demonstrated that engaging stories could be told within these limitations, and characters like the Scarecrow continue to evolve in response to the changing landscape of comic storytelling. What's interesting is that the Scarecrow's fear gas in this era often acted as a plot device to bring out the inner fears and insecurities of Batman and other characters. It was a reflection of the Silver Age's more psychological and character-driven storytelling. But that wasn't the only evolution of Scarecrow underwent during the Silver Age. His appearance also saw some changes. As mentioned earlier, he traded in his tattered scarecrow outfit for a more traditional and cleaner look. He 
also kept his iconic mask. But overall, his aesthetic was less menacing. And now I want to highlight one significant aspect of Scarecrow's character during the Silver Age. His use of education as a means to spread fear. Under the alias of Professor Jonathan Crane, he worked as a college professor and he used his position to conduct experiments on fear. And of course, this furthered his criminal endeavors. Doing all this added a layer of depth to his character. He wasn't just a madman with fear gas. He was an educated man with a twisted obsession. This theme of education and academia in Scarecrow's story would continue to evolve in later iterations. And that's about all we have today. But before we wrap up this episode, I'd like to touch on one other Silver Age development for Scarecrow, and that's his occasional team-ups with other Batman villains. This era saw the rise of the infamous Rogues Gallery, a group of Batman's most formidable adversaries. During this time, Scarecrow found himself collaborating with fellow villains like the Joker and the Penguin. These team-ups added a dynamic and chaotic element to Batman's battles, as the villains played off each other's strengths and quirks. And there you have it, our journey into the Silver Age of Scarecrow. This period brought changes to the character, aligning him with the tone of the times, while preserving his essence as a master of fear. Join us next time as we explore Scarecrow's evolution through the Bronze Age and how he continued to adapt to the ever-changing world of comics. This is Rob B. Thank you for tuning in to Legends Unmasked. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Your support means the world to us. To contact Legends Unmasked, send an email to legendsunmaskedpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook at Legends Unmasked Podcast or on Instagram at Legends Unmasked. That's all one word. Finally, follow us on X. Our handle is at Legends Unmasked. Thanks for listening.